Hey everybody, welcome to the McCraig Podcast. I am Jared E. Saxton. I'm here with my good friend and co-host Nick Houseman. Nick Houseman, it's almost the 4th of July. When people hear this, it will be the 4th of July. Happy America's birthday. Happy the British were slow to learn how to deal with guerrilla tactics day. Right. And as I said in um, uh, Days and Confused, let's not forget why we're celebrating uh, this holiday. It's because a bunch of white men didn't want to pay their taxes. That's right. They wanted to uh, be financially independent and also saw an opportunity in order to uh, empower and, and, and gain more profit. So congratulations on that. We'll talk more about the holiday here soon. But what you need to put on your calendar along with your holidays this Thursday, July 6th at 8 p.m. Eastern. That's right. We're doing another live taping of our Weekender show. All you need to do is go over to patreon.com slash podcast. For everyone who's already a patron, you're, you're good. Show up Thursday night. That's July 6th at 8 p.m. Eastern. You know that these are good times. You always have a good time at these things. It's long overdue. We're going to start having more of these things for people who haven't already gone to patreon.com slash podcast. Nick, what are they doing? Why are they making these choices about their lives? I, I don't know. I mean, it's not, they're already listening to the, the free part on Friday and thousands of you are just come on over. You are already listening to the previews. You're enjoying it. I assume. I have to assume you keep coming back. <laughs> yes. So there's a little push. It's all we have to ask. It's, you to, it's, it's a little push. If you, right if you are eating, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to, to be inclusive here. A Fourth of July cake. I'm thinking about those ones that you always see in the magazines. It's like pie-ish, but it's got blueberries and raspberries on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a, a red, white, and blue pie. Sure, sure. You don't, you don't want just a dab of that. I, I don't know. I've never actually eaten one of these things. Yeah. I was picturing funnel cake for some reason. No, no, or swirl cake. I don't know. Sponge cake, maybe. Yeah, you know, no, the swirl where it's a chocolate like cake swirled with vanilla ice cream and you cut it and you slice it and you can, I don't know. Anyway, I, I, I don't know what these people are doing. So you need to go over to patreon.com slash podcast. You need to become a patron and then show up again this Thursday night, July 6th, 8 p.m. Eastern, a live taping of the Weekender episode for Friday. In the meantime, Nick, before we get into uh, any, get onto any of our main stories, we have to talk about the coward Elon Musk and what he is doing over at Twitter uh, over the weekend, completely out of nowhere with absolutely no warning. uh, The entire app basically stopped working completely. We all started receiving messages that we had gone over our rate limits. Uh, Elon posted something that was totally inscrutable about having to limit the rate limits to unsubscribing people and subscribers. It made absolutely no sense. Uh, Nick, I have to assume for you and me both, uh, it seemed at times as if we were actually limited and other times we weren't limited. Everybody understands that this was complete and utter bullshit. I cannot believe that this site that plays such an important role in American culture is continuing to be drugged down and destroyed. Well, I, I, I will then take the word of a lot of people who are weighing in, who you know at least claim to be uh, in that, you know, expert in that kind of stuff with, with uh, servers and data and whatnot. And yes, they, they thought that this notion that there was too many people scraping data was causing these things that having them limit the uh, amount of twi- tweets you can see 6,000 if you were a, a blue check and 600 if you weren't, which is I was out of my rate with, by like 8 a.m. And I, I think it was because my phone was just on. I, I wasn't looking at Twitter. So uh, I, is it a coincidence that they they hadn't been paying Google for their uh, platform uh, for, you know, to use their uh, data management uh, on July 1st is when it ended and 
they hadn't been paying the bill and perhaps Google had started to throttle the amount that they could use. Is that a coincidence or not? I would probably say it's related. What's incredible about it is there are four or five different things that probably came together to create this problem. <laughs> like the, the not paying their Google bill. Uh, they're also the, the way that they've wired the thing together. Basically at this point, it's like a 1980s Goonies contraption that is only working because there's a like a oversized wad of bubble gum in the circuits mm-hmm. at this point um like it it, it basically was uh, uh attacking itself eating itself so we have no <laughs> idea what happened in this entire thing it's probably all the all the, all of the above and he just lied about it he just mm-hmm. completely and utterly lied about it and then brought us back and this is something this is a millennial special or a gen x special nick it's like the old days when you only had like an hour of internet every day i don't know if people remember that but like the first few times when you got on the internet it was like you had you you were rationed and and for for a site that depends on advertisers to have people see what's happening it's incredible how much this man has screwed this thing up while also going ahead and throwing this thing into the cesspool. I, I I shake my head almost every single day at how absurd this entire situation has been. Yeah, and it's also not as if the site had been working normally anyway for a while. No. All sorts of weird stuff that keeps happening. So, uh, yeah, this will be a thing that I think you know business schools will study about like what you're not supposed to do. Um, that said, he's still there. It is still on our phones. Like, you know, I, I thought maybe we would have, by now it would have imploded. So somehow they're keeping this thing together, having uh, obliterated the whole departments that would have helped what was going on, uh, among other things. So uh, it's a problem, but it also goes to, you know, it shows you how when, when you're desperate, this is what you have to resort to. The kind of obfuscation and lies that he's trying to do because he has to put on a, a cheery face, which is very much that, you know, power of positive thinking that we see. Yep. from certain people on certain sides of the political spectrum. Yeah, we love it. All right, for our main story of the day, Nick, the Supreme Court. I mean, what a beautiful court. What a lovely, upstanding institution. Uh, they, they, they gave us just some wonderful parting gifts. By the way, telling us that the next time that they're meeting, they're going to figure out whether or not it's unconstitutional to keep domestic abusers from owning handguns. We love it, folks. We love making America great again. Uh, but before uh, they shuffled off into whatever hellhole they, they returned to, uh, they did us a real, real solid. Uh, they went ahead. They affirmed discrimination against LGBT. TQ Americans, which we got to talk about that here in just a second. But they also went ahead and scuttled Biden's uh, student debt forgiveness program, which again was supposed to provide upwards of $10,000 of relief, not nearly enough for the fraud that has been perpetrated on an entire generation, which we'll talk more about in a second. Uh, But they basically just went ahead, screwed that over, said you can't do that. Biden has now said that he's going to try and find a back door with it. Uh, but yeah, what a what a great middle finger to America this was. You know, the, the, the crux of the matter with the um, the Creative 303 case, there was no there was no uh, underlying uh, request to do this website for a gay couple, right? Nope. The, whoever they cited, and they had his the vitals in there uh, when they when they followed up. Turns out he was married, and it was a web designer himself, and had never had requested this. And yet the Supreme Court didn't mind nope. because they figured, well, it is going to come up. So let's just take care of it now. And if there has ever been a more clear cut uh, example of how they're just in this for their religious fervor, basically, is what I'm going to try and you know, uh, interpret this as. 
this is not for the courts. The courts should can't be like injecting their own like you know uh, su- such a, su- such a degree where they're injecting their own like morals and values on everybody else in the country. It's kind of just disgusting. You want to throw in the whole thing what they're doing with all these like you know they found all you know Alito is traveling for free on these things once in two thousand eight whatever it ain't just once fifteen years ago right this is just a, I'm sure a precedent that they've been doing so if you mix all that together I mean it, this is just corruption this is not this is this is the, the complete misuse of the Supreme Court and it's exactly what they wanted is exactly what Mitch McConnell knew when he was getting these guys in and um, this is a scary time I think I've been walking around a bit of a daze the last month. And I think it's related to this and what this could ultimately play out as. Nick, I I, I got to tell you, I find what you've said really disturbing. I just want to say, I just want to read what the uh, Supreme Court Justice uh, John Roberts, uh, Chief Justice, has said. In in the, <laughs> this is incredible. Uh, he he writes in his opinion, quote: It has become a disturbing feature of some recent opinions to criticize the decisions with which they disagree as going beyond the proper role of the judiciary. He says. Quote, we have employed the traditional tools of judicial decision making in doing so. Reasonable minds may disagree with our analysis. In fact, at least three do. We do not mistake this plainly heartfelt disagreement for disparagement. It is important that the public not be misled either. Any such misperception would be harmful to this institution and the country. So, Nick, I don't know what to say. The egg is on your face. Uh, I guess so. But by the way, that wasn't that was kind of a nice thing. I mean, I think he's maybe trying to say to Sotomayor, hey, can you cool it a little bit with like, you know, the dissents? Because, again, we mentioned this in the last show there. They've gotten so good at just the outrage and, and, and the way they describe it is so clearly rational where they're coming from. But it also tells you that these guys are listening. They hear, the, you know, the criticism of them. So it's not like they're living in some ivory tower. But it almost feels like they're, yeah, we're going to say not only do they hear it, but they're like, we're going to rub it in your face. Oh, they, they love it. They really, really want. That's the thing about the Supreme Court and Roberts that really gets me is not only do they want the power that you were talking about, right, to just go ahead and, and legislate from the bench. But what they actually want is they want you to say, thank you. May I have another? That's the really awful part about this. It's not enough that they've captured power. It's that they want you to pretend pretend that it's all okay. And I want to point out in these two cases, first of all, Stewart in the LGBTQ uh, uh, entire mess was completely made up. That's not how the Supreme Court's supposed to work. They're not supposed to just all of a sudden pick these things up in order to go ahead and 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 push their own opinions and their own values and to 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 wield power like this. Like something like this should actually lead to, oh, wait a second, something went wrong here and something needs to be done here. Same thing with all of the corruption that you've brought up, how Alito has handled himself, how Clarence Thomas has handled himself, how they have not recused themselves and they've had these ethical problems. But I also want to go ahead and talk real fast about the student debt case. Nick, it's it's really incredible to me the way that this has been framed that like, oh, well, you can't just go ahead and wipe away debt. What this is actually about, and I want to make this very clear, it's about that the powerful in this country created a social experiment in the 1990s. And in the 1990s, with the, the ushering in of globalization, with all of the neoliberal pushes that they had, they said everybody in America basically has to go to college. You are either going to work in the service industry and be left behind, or you're going to go to college. Them's the breaks, as Boris Johnson says, right? Like, mm-hmm. you either are going to go ahead, and, and by the way, like, if you can't afford college, well, guess what? You're going to have to take out the loans. 
And that was the social and economic experiment that they carried out. Turns out they didn't create any sort of a social safety net. They didn't help anybody with any of this. They cut out the hole underneath them. This was a travesty and a fraud that was carried out on an entire generation, which made a captive economic audience, which made people take out loans. And it made the universities hike up the, the amount that they were they could charge for these things in order to go back and forth and to profit off of this captive audience. That's what this is actually about. It's about actually addressing a social and political economic experiment that was carried out on people. It's not a freebie. It's not a free ride. And what has been done here is the Supreme Court said, no, I'm sorry. Nobody's going to get help, period. Well, I'm willing to think that there was some earnestness going on in the beginning when they thought they they could help people get to college. Right. I think that there was that was a noble idea. Sure. Sure. now, but with the loan, the predatory loans, it allowed like, you know, universities, for instance, to not have to deal with, you know, uh, you know, scholarships or helping it or, or providing financial, financial, financial aid from that end, because they can offload that to these private companies that were completely bilking their these these poor students. So, um, you know, it's it doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, again, to argue with the right about whether you're being um, hypocritical or not is is an exercise in insanity. Right. Yeah. But like, you know, the idea that they would be okay with farmer subsidies or bailouts, uh, you know, for auto industry or any other bailouts that we've had in the last 25 years, you know, that isn't the problem. But when it comes to people, you know, and then the characterization and the lying that you see from a lot of the pundits about this and about how wealthy they think people are that are still going to get the benefits of the loan uh, uh, deal from Biden is ridiculous. Most of this stuff is going to help people who are really having problems making ends meet and who did not achieve what they were promised or what they thought they were promised by enrolling in college, right? It it wasn't some panacea that all of a sudden you go four years in college, you're going to get an amazing job and make all this money. That's not how it always works. But then they'd have all these counselors and and advisors when you're, you know, an 18 year old getting out of high school who are telling you, well, yeah, it's no problem. Just get this loan and don't worry about it. Next thing you know, it's a variable rate. And 20 years later, you're paying more than you ever had had borrowed times 10. You're never going to pay it back. It it really is a, a problem. And it wouldn't have been that hard to just at least give people a break. And it's shocking to me that we couldn't get that far. Yeah, I mean, we all saw this coming in the moment that this got on their docket. We know what these people are. We know what the 6-3 uh, supermajority is all about. I want to go ahead and, and I want to give some advice. There are people within the Biden administration and within the Democratic Party that listen to this podcast. Let me give you a free piece of advice. Go after the Supreme Court. For the entirety of moving into 2024, look at every one of these decisions and if you don't want to run against, I don't know, if you don't want to have to deal with Donald Trump, if you don't want to have to deal with a primary uh, challenge, you don't want to do any of that stuff, make the Supreme Court what's at stake. Say, this is what they've done. Here is an entire legislative agenda that takes care of all of this stuff. Here's where we're going to go ahead and codify uh, a woman's bodily autonomy. Here's where we're going to go ahead and codify the the, the fairness of, of voting. Here's how we're going to go ahead. We'll take care of student debt relief. Here's how we're going to go ahead and make sure that domestic abusers aren't going to get handguns. Here's how we're going to do this. Here's how we're going to do that. Have an actual plan. Quit just saying this stuff. Quit just giving speeches. Lay out a large legislative agenda that, by the way, would dwarf contract with America that the Republicans had in in the so-called Republican revolution. Have a plan that you can sit there and point to. 
make the entire thing a referendum on what has happened with this court and what the Republican Party has rolled away. Do it. That's that's all you need to do. That's all you need to tell the people going into 2024. But but also frame what the uh, Creative 303 stands for. I think that they need to be able to, and, and you know, obviously it's, it's not hard to be truthful in framing what that means to be able to take away rights of the LGBTQ community. It's really what they're doing. Now, they're thinking that it's you're forcing someone whose religious beliefs uh, are, you know, are against the, what these people stand for, uh, you know, what a gay couple's uh, morals stand for, for instance. But that's a real easy framing to then say they're not going to stop there. And they won't. We know they're not going to stop there because we've seen the progression to get to here. So what's frightening to me, and by the way, it's not a very good business decision to turn away job business. Why, no. why are money? Isn't, aren't the evangelicals, aren't they all about like, clearly you're touched by God if you make a lot of money? Like this is, money should be important to them. I have no idea why. And by the way, and supposedly this woman says that she would do work uh, for gay people uh, as long as it's not violating her beliefs. But like what, what, so I guess in her mind, because it's a marriage website, then, oh, that's a bridge too far, but I'll do a website for a gay owner of a bar, for instance, or something like that. I, I don't think, I don't even see how that works, but it, it wouldn't take a, a lot of a stretch to imagine that the next person will come along and say, well, I so don't agree with the gay lifestyle that I simply can't do anything for them. That's not legal. It's not supposed to be legal. And I know that no one wants to compel anybody to do work for somebody else but at the very least you know you're not you can't discriminate against people like this and that they're a protected class it is um it is it's just it you know it's a farce this is a farce uh, of a court i want to make something abundantly clear the reason that we live in a constitutional republic the reason why we live with a representative government with laws is because in the 18th century there was a revolt against religious based society because millions upon millions of people had been butchered in genocidal wars around the world that basically destabilized literally everything that had happened and they got together and they said we need laws that go beyond religion everybody can have their religion but we need laws that go ahead and make sure that create a cohesive society the moment that you start saying i'm not going to do this because i don't agree with them religiously and it leads to discrimination that is a direct refusal of living in that society you can try and change the law if you want but that is not what the law says we have laws against this shit. You cannot just go and say on the bench, yeah, it's a constitutional right to violate these laws. That's what they're doing. That's what they're saying. And the moment you give these people an inch, which we have done, I hate to tell you, they're going to take a long, long mile. It, it, the worst part about this is that they're hiding behind the religion because, you know, there, lots of things like religion say love thy neighbor as they love thyself. Uh, you know, they're, but they're, they're really there just, you go using their words against them. Nick. Oh there you go using their facts against them. But yeah, that's there's, a, there's, a, there's a lot of shit in there. You know better than me for the New Testament, at least. That's, you know, not that wouldn't you can't really live by. But um, that's what's so disgusting. There's hatred. There's hatred here, and they're they're allowed to then use uh, their religion as a cover for simply expressing their hatred toward other people, uh, and it, it, it permeates everything. From it, it, by the way, the, the student loan thing, the reaction of people, and the dunking they want to do on people just because uh, they feel like these are clearly people who needed should have taken a class before they t they got this loan and had economics, you know, a, a, a basically a, a degree in economics before you get to college before you get this loan. It's your fault. I 
I'm not giving you any of my money to do this. It's not their money that's going to this. Uh, that 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 is a such a disgusting um, uh, ideology and framework for how you want to view the world. And that is growing. That is what's making me walking around in the days last month and a half. It's like that there are so many people out here who are happy to be on that side and happy to just uh, vent their hatred out into the world. Yeah, and and we want to get into this. Actually, th- this brings us to our next topic. There there was a um, an interesting ad that was released by uh, Florida governor and pre- uh, candidate for president and Republican nomination, Ron DeSantis. Uh, Nick, I, 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 we're going to play this thing, and we talked about it before we started recording. Um, it's a very visual ad, so we want to go ahead and, and set the tone for this. But before we do, I want to point out that this thing, is not just an ad that like attacks Donald Trump, which it absolutely does. This is an ad that literally bases Ron DeSantis's appeal to Republicans on an anti-LGBTQ platform. This is literally an ad that is about you should choose DeSantis over Trump because he's the actual person who is against the LGBTQ community, which is a change. That is an actual change in Republican politics that we need to get into. Um, before we play this, there's a couple of places in it. If you should go watch this, if you can, um, this includes uh, frames of, of, of Patrick Bateman, from American Psycho, uh, one neo-fascistic meme after another. Um, this is a lot. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can see it along with us. Otherwise, yeah, you can watch it with us on YouTube if you want. All right, so here we go. Well, we're gonna go th- and we're gonna we're gonna pause and kind of discuss things because I want to know, Jared. I, I pulled this apart frame by frame because I I'm wanted wonderful. to list all the references that they were using and understand what elements they had put together. So we'll talk about all these things, but yeah, if you're on the YouTube channel, come over there and watch it here with us here. But uh, are you ready? Should we play this thing? All right, here we go. I will do everything in my power to protect our LGBTQ citizens. For anybody who isn't watching this, um, it was it was Trump speaking at the Republican National Convention, which, by the way, Nick, I, I was at. Uh, and while Trump was uh, professing that he would protect that LGBT community, uh, there were people all around me screaming anti-LGBTQ slurs. That's the reaction that that had. But this does show this. Also, by the way, Nick, how would you um, how would you define the soundtrack of this thing? Because I would say it's sneeringly homophobic. Yeah. Well, OK. So a couple of things. First of all, this was also not long after the Pulse nightclub shooting. Yes. So this is in a moment where everything was raw and uh, nerves were frayed. And we were you know, very concerned about what was going on in the community or in the country about this. So, you know, kudos for Trump for, for saying, by the way, it almost sounds, it, it almost sounds like we like Donald Trump for saying what he was saying, right? Like that, that was kind of a crazy time. The music is by somebody named Psycho, S-Y-K-O, uh, and it, it's called Brooklyn Blood Pop, exclamation point, And it was a, a viral hit on TikTok. It started in wow. May 2021. So obviously, whoever is doing this is either, uh, you know, an older guy, you know, trying oh. to imitate kids. Or someone in there who's no. like, yeah, we got to use this song because it's a viral hit from from the from no. whoever. And and by the way, this is actually one thing I'm I'm going to get into in a little bit and in, in, uh, dissecting this thing. This is absolutely a very online focused video. 
Like that's what this is. This is this is a younger member of the DeSantis staff that that spliced this thing. Yeah, and, and I think what you're also getting is it's kind of the club music. You kind of yeah. it's evoking like a gay club and gay guys dancing oh, that, around. That right. saying, "Hey, Trump is Trump's too gay," is what yeah. it's saying. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Now yeah. he's holding up a pride flag that says LBG, LGBTs for Trump. So the Q wasn't in there. Right. Uh, and then another text that flies over: Trump campaign website offers LGBTQ for Trump t-shirts and then they show that uh that online which by the way 24 bucks that's not too bad t-shirt i'm surprised it was that cheap hmm. um now let's keep going jenner were to walk into oh, let me go back this week let me miss that beginning here but caitlin jenner were to walk into trump tower and want to use the bathroom you would be fine with her using any bathroom she chooses because that is correct okay caitlin jenner now, wouldn't it be nice if someone did a, a video talking about how they want to help people uh, get more jobs, get more training, um, figure out better health care for people? Wouldn't Bathrooms, be- baby. Yeah. So, you know, Caitlyn Jenner, which bathroom? And he, of course, he, he let Caitlyn Jenner. Of course, Caitlyn Jenner is rich and, and white, right? So I don't know. Let her choose what, what uh, bathroom they want. But again, this is Trump sounding remarkably uh, progressive here. But that's who that's who Trump was before he figured out how much money there was to be made not being that. Like that 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 that's who Trump was. Trump people forget that Trump was like a major proponent of a woman's right to choose. The next thing you know, he's telling I believe it was Chuck Todd that we need to enforce the death penalty on people who who engage in abortion. Like that's the whole point here is like DeSantis's group is actually making a point, which is that Donald Trump has been all over the place with this stuff, but holding this against him in terms of the, the issues we're talking about, it's so homophobic. It's so crazy. Sure. And and we got photos. uh, What's this kind of handshake called? It's the, uh, like in uh, commando when uh, Dutch and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, see each other. (laughs) Right. We're going to focus on, and for those who can't see this, it's Donald Trump and Caitlyn Jenner like embracing hands, like showing them together as if that's supposed to make you dislike him more. But but they're shaking like they're going to have a, a, a arm wrestling. That's the kind of <laughs> grip they have. And then the next picture, by the way, is, is Ivanka uh, next to Caitlyn Jenner. So they're yep. bringing the whole family in here. That's right. Uh, you know, <laughs> any way they can. Uh, the headlines, and they're throwing headlines across all of this, which is going to be important in a minute when we get to the later part of the video. But this one was Donald Trump sides with Disney. The former president goes for woke to trash Ron DeSantis. Uh, sorry, goes for woke instead of goes for broke to trash Ron DeSantis. Um, you know, now this is this is actually pretty good if I were Ron DeSantis' crew because they can tie in Disney all with all this thing yeah. and their whole war on there. I mean, good in a, in a bad way, but like I can see the, the, some some amount of thinking going on behind this. And want to use the bathroom. You would be fine with her using any bathroom she chooses. That is correct. In the future, can transgender women compete in this universe? Yes. Make America great again. Okay, so we do know who this person is. No, I just I they're they're using this whole thing about the fact that Trump was fine with transgender uh, participants, which, again, shows who he was and what he was about. People forget this is a cosmopolitan New York guy. Like, like that's who he was. And then it's all of a sudden so Fox weird. News like platformed him. But, but whatever. He, he was also so twisted with like looks that like, you know, it didn't matter if, 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 it, no. if the person was sort of beautiful, you know, makeup and the whole thing that doesn't he doesn't give a shit at, at that point who it no, is. And, right? no, and that's the thing. Like, this is not a person who has like deeply held ideologies outside of like how to like 
use people. That's all that this is about. Like Donald Trump wasn't like letting transgender people into this pageant because he cared about them. He did it because it was going to earn him points with New York communities and also maybe even like juice ratings. Like, it's not like he actually cared about these people anyway. And by the way, that was Lady Maga, who, if you're watching in the video, it's, you know, oh. a trans person who, a trans woman who is, who is completely Maga, which doesn't make sense, right? So you kind of start to wonder, oh. is this some sort of a grift going on here? Uh, I looked it up. It's, it's a, it's, it, it, on Wikipedia, it says it's a character played by Ryan Woods, a political activist and social media influencer oh. and drag artist, but from Salt Lake City, <laughs> of all places. All right. He also says that he's a member of, um, you know, uh, LDS. So. Okay. What I, I, I don't I, you, you, the, we have entered into a political sphere where you have no idea what you're doing anymore. Like <laughs> literally, I mean, look, it's true that we, it's become so warped and strange. I, I go ahead, go, go ahead. Psych! I mean, there's not a lot of talk. No, it's, 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 it's a bunch of memes. It's a bunch of memes of DeSantis looking like a, a war god. This is one of the far right's things. It's a neo-fascist idea, the, the dark DeSantis idea. We're seeing a bunch of headlines about how he's reigning in uh, LGBTQ influence in Florida, going after woke Disney, whatever. Meanwhile, we're seeing memes of Patrick Bateman, who, for anybody who doesn't know this from American Psycho, the book or the movie, is literally a serial killer literally a person who murders well it well we don't need to get into what the book does and how a movie does but they're they're literally saying that DeSantis is a killer they're showing him with all these criminals and all these hard asses and saying hey this is like the real tough guy that Trump isn't and this music and everything that we're seeing is saying that he is the real deal yeah, That's so they're, they're evoking dark Brandon where they have the lightning coming out of his eyes. What, I, there's a big N-O, big no, uh, I guess, meaning like, no, none of that stuff that we just showed you before is going to happen. And I don't mean no. any of that. I don't, I'm not that way. Do you know who this is, though? This is the, uh, you yeah. know, Chad? are you familiar with Giga Chad? Because, you know, my son Moses certainly uh, lit up when he saw this. Yeah, this is manosphere bullshit is what it is. Yeah, wait, I, I just want to share with you his, his description. I asked him, I said, what does he stand for? Are you ready for this? Because he wrote this in a text. So just to show you. This is the ultimate man, the Chad to out-Chad all Chads. This is yep. why his name is Giga Chad and the alpha male of the alpha males. This, <laughs> Well, I got to skip this one. His jawline is a perfect 116 degrees. The absolute, uh, are you picking up what I'm pointing out? Um, I, oh, are you in a happy relationship with your girlfriend slash wife? This man will kidnap her and give her the most severe case of Stockholm syndrome that has ever been has ever been seen to man. Anyway, that's what he, that they're trying to invoke, and that's the meme that you see, right? And by the way, you'll see him again later. Um, really quickly, uh, then they have the, the 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 interesting thing is there's not high quality imagery of, of standards, right? This is sort of video uh, still still frames uh, in a way that they're looking for that dirty right. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, it's worth talking about the, the production here. It's it's dirty. It's um it's industrial uh, flags in the background a lot. The, it's the, supposed the, to feel like an internet video. Like it's supposed to feel like a a, a, a home crafted viral video. Yes, and then you know the, the headlines like the Santa Science most extreme slate of anti-trans laws in modern history. Uh, you see that now. Here's the Patrick Bateman looking through the camera with the headphones on. Remember, not only is Patrick Bateman a, a serial killer, maybe you don't have to say this, but he's insane, 
right? Yeah. <laughs> he isn't because you know what? Sometimes you might uh, you're not exactly sure. Maybe he didn't commit all those murders. I don't know about how clear that is in the movie, but he's insane. That's all we know, and that's what but we're supposed to believe that Ron DeSantis is like the tough guy who's going to actually do stuff as opposed to Donald Trump. That's what the tactic is here. Uh, okay, but there, it'll tr- it'll get deeper than that. It I think. gets weirder. Uh, walking out uh, and this is a perp walk to me doesn't this look like a perp walk of him coming out of the uh, uh like a, a prison that's what it looked like to me we're supposed to think he looks cool okay Fine, but cool. finally they get to the low angle heroic shot of him looking off in the distance it took him a while with the with the sun in the background a light in the background you know with the uh the the, the flares so we're getting somewhere there but like again DeSantis shuts down florida schools dragon donuts event featuring drag queen mama ashley rose uh, again, do we we didn't cover that, but that do you remember what Dragon Donuts was? Yeah, it was just another thing where you had a community event that had some people in drag, and it had you know maybe kids around. God forbid, high school. It was at, for after school, after school at a high school uh, to on, to boy. have a safe space for kids to discuss these things and have some donuts and have a you know have a little bit of a fun time and a, and a real discussion. It's just and- so stupid. I and swear to God. Years, oh, and all of a sudden, shit. out of the blue, he's going to cancel it. Now, here's the interesting one. Do you know what this is? This, this, this is the guy from Peaky Blinders. Yeah. Yes. Do you watch the show? No. I don't either. But I do know that he's a mob. Uh, he's a street gang. Yeah, a killer. That's the whole point. They're trying to make DeSantis look cool and like a killer. Cool, like a killer. Like but a killer. Like insane yeah. killer. Okay. Yes. Uh, let's uh, let's see. I think we got fired on this. Ron DeSantis signs draconian anti-trans bathroom bill into law. So now he's bragging about that, right? So, but because these are clearly um, headlines that are designed to denigrate him and make him yes. look terrible, and he is like celebrating th- that. Yes. Yes. They, want, they they are reveling in it. Yes. Yeah. Let's keep going here. Okay. Now this is interesting. They Brad Pitt. As you said, did you see Troy? I love Troy, actually. Yeah. And again, yeah, and Brad Pitt looks sexy there, doesn't he? He looks great. He, he does look good. Uh, a cold-blooded killer. And I love Troy, by the way. Okay. But like, that's Achilles what they're saying again. Cold-blooded killer. Is Achilles a cold-blooded killer? Yes. Okay. One of the greatest in history. But but he's looking okay. But again, there's something here that we can discuss a little bit in a few minutes about. There uh, is a strange thing that is happening in this video. Yes, because he's looking at me. I don't think he's looking at me like he wants to kill me, Jared. We'll 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 talk more about what that what the undercurrents of this video is in just a second. Because right, I'm and I'm not getting feelings like he wants to kill me when I look at this. That, that a, a man as good looking as that looking at me into my eyes. Okay. Helicopters. What's with the helicopters, Jared? Because he's in. He was a veteran. Didn't he fly planes? No, he was he, a jag. Oh, I, I thought he, that was he went into Guantanamo. He went into Guantanamo Bay and made sure that prisoners were being force-fed and tortured properly. Okay, he okay because he uh, so the military thing I get great. He loves helicopters. There's something about helicopters here. So yeah. um, let's keep going because you see all these shots in the background. He's on the helicopter. By the way, when you see him with the headset, and you know, does that evoke anything to you that might be like maybe behind you on your wall? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a caucus type thing for sure. It, it's dangerously close. This is a problem that whoever is running these things have to be aware of. Is that he it's puts that thing on? He he just kind of looks silly with uh with the head the headset and the and the big helmet on. Oh, okay. Did you see that? Yeah, that yeah, was a a quick. Uh, for those who aren't watching, it was a quick, almost um like like 
background little suggestive moment with uh, the the chat again. Yeah, Which, chat again. Way, but like, look at those abs, man. I know it's so strange that this video that is, and and let's just go ahead and say it because this is what the Republican Party is about. This is supposed to be an anti-gay ad. And meanwhile, we're just seeing flashes of Ron DeSantis with a bunch of muscle men with their shirts off. It's real strange, Nick. Strange is a word. Strange is a word. Go on. I cannot think of anything more horrifying. Oh, I had to look this up. Chris Hayes makes an appointment appearance. He should be excited about this. Uh, do you know what this emoji is? So if you can't see this, Chris Hayes is talking, and they love to do these quick, uh, extreme cl- uh, close-ups, which degrade the video even farther. And they put these two emojis with, of a guy wearing glasses and buck teeth. You know what that's supposed to stand for? I have, I have feelings. It's nerd. It's nerd. Oh my god, nerd. Uh, you know, uh, emoji, whatever. Uh, so again, so it's, we got the. Well, no, we're, we're saying he's a nerd. I get that. That's... Yeah, weakling nerd. You know, whatever. And what boy, boy are we excited that he's not a Chad, <laughs> not a Chad like Ron DeSantis. No. I'll tell you that. And, and man, we're excited that he called us horrifying. Can I, can I point something out real fast? Men are not okay. Like really, like like. Every time that we talk about this, Nick, every time we start with it's like it's like this psychosexual soup. It's so bad all the time. Like whether we're talking about Elon Musk and, and, and Mark Zuckerberg getting in a cage with their shirts off and wrestling with each other or like videos like this, like it's just like you get it all over you. It sucks. It sucks. You know, before I forget, is it Killian or Cillian Murphy? I, I, I don't know. It's the CILA, whatever. He, he is also, uh, you know, a, a very striking looking man. It's uh, weird. Not necessarily it's so um, masculine oh. either. Um, okay. it, it's just so confusing, right? Like, I think they're. Which, which, by the way, if you have seen American Psycho, a major plot point is how much time Patrick Bateman spends on like his, his skincare routine. Oh yeah, there's. I'm, a just, lot of- I'm just saying it's it's they're 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 not in touch with what they're actually talking about. Right, but they're also maybe expressing the same kind of confusion that we have on the other side of it. That they, I, 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 I don't. Anyhow, oh, this is this is beautiful. So we all remember that absolutely horrific laugh uh, that the Sanders lets out in that bar slash yeah. diner wherever he is. No, they're right. trying to make it cool. They're trying yeah, to make it. They're, they're like re- trying to take it back, right? Yeah. And yeah. and with the thing, and they cover a lot of it. You can't see all of it. You know what it is, but it's behind it. With a DeSantis seems unstoppable uh, headline or a quote from uh, from an article. Has shut down. Drag. Just produced some of the harshest, most draconian laws that literally threaten trans existence. With, with and, and, and there it is. It's evil across the Yeah. It's just basically saying that DeSantis and, and, and the funniest part is they're like owning this idea that everyone thinks that DeSantis is evil. They're just saying he's good evil. That's literally what they're saying while they're showing like so-called crying liberals and, and panicking liberals. They're saying good is what they're saying. That's yeah, it. Yeah. And by the way, the, the music as it switched is, is rave, but it's also, it's a, by the way, a, a new kind of uh, genre, which my son was talking to me about literally like a week ago, funk. P H O N K, uh, and that's a big one called you know uh, by D X R K Dirk. I don't know how you say that guy's name. Anyway, funk is the, is this sort of house aggressive house music, which is again groovy, 
but like aggressive and angry. Yep. Congratulations, Ron Sanders. Mission accomplished. You win. And then that was it. The guy says you win, and they cut to DeSantis uh, laughing and pointing at someone. Like, celebrating. You know, yep. Oh, my God. We had another Brad Pitt. What is Brad Pitt doing? Like, because you have to remember, they could pick any frame from this two-hour movie, right, of any shot of uh, Brad you've Pitt. You've seen Troy. He's, you've seen Troy. He's just vamping the entire time. I don't know. I, I don't remember. I don't remember. Troy. I love Troy. Man, Troy's such a good movie. Is it really? Um, oh, God. I. It, you know what Troy is for me, Nick? It's like one of those movies that's on a TNT on a Saturday. Do you know what I mean? It's just like yeah, replaying right, right. constantly and you just put it on. Love it. Right. Love it. One of the all-time great Saturday on TNT movies. Now, the next shot here, they, they this has got to be obviously a... a, 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 a trying to get uh, a burn on Trump because it's a Time Magazine cover, really horrible Photoshop of DeSantis oh, on there. That's not true. That's an actual Time Magazine cover. And oh, he it is? And he's peeling an orange because he comes from Florida. Where you know, I was going to ask for the orange because obviously Florida. It was, nope. This seems like a total Photoshop thing. That's what it nope. looks like to me. Nope, nope. Oh, man. And I was wondering because they used Molly Ball as the writer of this article. I'm like, oh, they really go in towards, you know. Nope, that's actually, that is actually a wow. real-time magazine. Well, thank you. Yeah. When did, did, do you remember when that came out? A few months ago. Okay, good. I mean, listen, that shows you how little I look at Time <laughs> Magazine, but anyway. Yeah, uh, poor, time, poor Time Magazine is not like uh, in, in the culture of what you And that's from someone who recently published in Time Magazine. Like, that, it is it is changed. All right. Yeah, all right. There we go. We have the last one. More helicopters. Oh, formidable intelligence. I formidable like that. Formidable intelligence. Right? They're not going to talk about how he's empathetic and he cares about people. He understands people, right? He know, no. he, he is a person, <laughs> you know, they don't. Well, the entire point is that he's the real deal. That's yeah. the thing. Trump is not smart. Trump is not hard enough on gay people. DeSantis is smart and capable and he'll go ahead and make sure, which by the way, we, we haven't talked about this, Nick. He's been laying out his agenda and literally everything that he's been saying that he wants to accomplish as president of the United States is I'll do what Trump did, but I'll do it better. And I'll do it more cruelly. As a matter of fact, we'll go ahead and we'll use lethal force at the border. We're not just going to go ahead and separate families and torture immigrants and sterilize them. We're going to go ahead and kill some of them. Like that's the whole point that is getting across, which is, Hey, you want me to be a neo-fascist? I'll be a neo-fascist. Mm -hmm. If that's what you need, I'll do it. That's fine. And, and the Trump campaign is, is complaining that they're just copying and pasting their own uh, campaign. And meanwhile, it's going to get worse. They're going to have to try and keep one upping each other. And yep. I, I kind of will enjoy that because in theory, it, it'll push them so extreme oh. that they'll turn off enough that with whoever gets to the you know presidential election, you know, should be unelectable in theory. But I, I will not enjoy it. I think it's going to push this country further and further into violence and, and discord. I, I, I think it's pretty bad. Uh, so anyway, we shall see. Anyway, so that's uh, nine more seconds of this. Ready? Let's see how this is. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now this is interesting to me because we we have Top Gov in the Top Gun uh, font uh, with the. Well, if you remember, that was the ad in which he was playing an airline or an airline a jet pilot, mm -hmm. where he's like, "This is how you attack the media. You don't take their bait." 
you don't you don't do this and he was like basically trying to push the fact that he was a veteran then of course we have patrick bateman once more and then we have the line a wolf had finally arrived a real wolf had finally arrived because that's who he is now he is a killer and then we see jordan belford from wolf of wall street oh i love it now here's the thing by the way wolf of wall street one of my favorite movies um Patrick Bateman, again, there are a hundred uh, close-ups of him in this movie and they could choose any one of them. And so they choose one where his eyes are closed. He's meditating, I guess, listening to the headphones. I really wish I could remember exactly what this scene I think was. he's listening to Lady in Red. Oh, this is Lady in Red? Okay, right. Again, it's just... If I'm not wrong. I think he's listening to Lady in Red in this particular clip. You know, of the Red end. suspenders, blue tie, you know, power, whatever. Does this feel any kind of overtly masculine to you, though? I think it's trying, and again, Nick, I I don't know that these people understand exactly what they're communicating. You know what I mean? I think they're so lost in themselves that like what they're actually like, they they, they keep putting forth actually really beautiful men. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like just really, really good looking men um, who are just sort of having a good time. I don't think they understand what they're communicating. And I think that it's, it's part of the fact that the right has such a weird, messed up psychosexual foundation. Mm-hmm. They really, truly don't know what, like the reason why they're anti-LGBTQ is because they hate themselves and they hate by extension, the LGBTQ community. And so as a result, none of these ads or anything that we're looking at is going to be even remotely self-aware. Oh, I, I mean, absolutely. Now, uh, the Jordan Belfort uh, is freeze frame. It's, this is interesting to me, too, because he's on the yacht and he's talking with um, the FBI uh, uh, um, officer who was investigating him at the time. And that, that, that laugh is indicating, like, I am so guilty and like maybe you're never, ever going to get me is what he's saying. And again, they're not thinking about this kind of stuff when they're putting this together. They, they think it's a, a laugh. It's a good laugh that makes it feel like you're dunking on somebody. But I, I don't know. There's something layers to this that I'm picking up on. And, uh, and it's like you shouldn't uh, – they're saying the wrong thing. This is a problem here that they're, they're trying to get. Now, it probably goes over the head of the people they're you know, appealing to, but still. Uh, yeah. And then you want to talk about weird, unconscious things. The last thing that this ends on – is a cartoon of Ron DeSantis half submerged in a swamp next to an alligator with alligator teeth and evil eyes. Like, it, uh, again, the point of all of this is that he's a killer and then he's dangerous and that that's why you, well, actually that's right. Nick, you, Nick is now fast forwarding to a big giant muscle man uh, in a, in a speedo flexing his muscles. I, it's, it's, it's there. <laughs> I still can't believe that this got put out. Yeah. I really can't because it's such, it's such a jackpot of what this is. He's walking around in like a top gun flight suit. And then all of a sudden we have a big oiled up muscle man flexing. Like it's such a, a, a jackpot of right wing psychosexual confusion. Yeah. It's so yeah. strange. Uh, you could say it, it's homoerotic. It's, it's really, a lot it's, of- I, it's unintentionally. That's the thing. And, and listen, if we were going to dissect the whole thing and like get into every particular, we'd be here for, years well we, that's we, what therapy's we, for 
Yeah, no, but Buddha Judge goes on and he was Buddha Judge is brilliant when he goes on these shows. He'll go on Fox, he'll go on whatever. And he was great because he's like, he's like, it's really I'm not really gonna comment because I'm part of the government and he's running for president. But it really was strange to me that uh it had so much <laughs> imagery that would be designed for gay men who would really enjoy this. It's it, you know, it, it's beyond belief uh how they were able to do that. And it was a good dunk on DeSantis from him. So um, really problematic, but I think this is what, what are we now? July. We're like way, you know, it's even, there's, there's, there's more than a year left until we get to the, well, actually we're going to get into the primaries, you know, when in November, when it kind of starts in earnest, uh, there's a lot oh, of, we're, no, no, no. We're a couple of months away from, uh, debates. Yeah. Like either way, there's, there's a lot of time for this to be a lot worse is my point, I think. Yeah. And it will. And that's, what's going to be like, I know what you mean when you say you're not looking forward to that. I, I kind of feel like i was and that way you want to you know rubberneck at a car accident but um but you but it, yeah it'll get worse and it, i wonder if it'll make me feel even worse than it did when i was realizing what was going to happen in 2016 uh with misogyny when uh trump ran against hillary uh yeah. probably this feels worse because you know now you're gonna get women involved and you know they're making plays for women to, to back the Santa's in a way that uh is ugly in a way that you know women voters didn't typically typically um gravitate to, to hatred like this I, I don't think it's it's going to get really bad particularly with the lgbt community as as a focus um real fast to just completely uh change topics on the on the fourth of july nick i just want to have a quick conversation um this has been a a little bit of a story that's been going around that uh a lot of communities particularly out west where there are possibilities of wildfires have been moving from fireworks displays on the fourth of july to drone displays now, we, I bring this up uh, for one, it, you know, it's like a little bit of a changing of the times. It's like when you watch a movie and it's like set in like 2050 and there's like a couple of little things that show you that things have changed. You know what I mean? Like this feels like a little bit of that. But I want to point something out in all of this, Nick, which is I like fireworks. I really like fireworks. I've enjoyed them. Some of my favorite memories as a kid were watching fireworks, going to the fireworks display with my family. Like I have nostalgia for that. But in recent years, as I've thought about how it feels for people with PTSD, how's it, how it feels for animals, how, what it does to the environment, what it does in general environmentally, like I, I all of a sudden, like I'm looking at this and I'm having to think like, maybe I should just give up the ghost. Like why? That feels like a, a thing a conservative would do where they're like, ah, it used to be like this when I was a kid. I, for one, I, I welcome the drone displays. I've suddenly found myself completely switched on this in a way that like, I can't believe it took me as long as it did. We should have drone displays on the 4th of July. Uh, without question. I mean, do yourself a favor and just Google or go on YouTube and look at drone display fireworks. They are amazing. But yeah. things they can do, because you know how, you know, as fireworks got better, they could be more complex and make some shapes, whatever, oohs and ahs, it'd be amazing. That is nothing. They, they have animated eagles flying, you know, 200 feet across, you know, the sky and light up with red, white, and blue. It, it's unbelievable what you can do. I will say this. My entire uh, life is associated uh, with, uh, when I think about fireworks, I think about absolute intractable traffic. Like, <laughs> you can't even move for hours. And so I am so yeah, detested yeah. 
now. And that's from the beginning, from when I could start driving until now, either when I was in Chicago and people, I'm sure people listening will completely, you know, understand this, you know, try to get down to like, you know, the Navy pier around that area to watch fireworks in Chicago. Like literally just, you could have gotten out of your car like Woodstock and left the car there. That's how bad it would get. And then even in LA too, trying to get away from like, we were near the water uh, to the point where, yeah, I detest fireworks. I don't like them. Uh, even when they're like oohs and ahs, I don't even know if I feel that anymore. So I, I'm telling you, the drone stuff is amazing. And for sure, for the wildfire stuff, we absolutely need to be going to this. I, I Listen, I'm so glad you brought up the, the intractable traffic because you're exactly right. Like now that you've brought it up, like I, that, that is one of the things is it, it, it comes along with the fireworks. I loved them as a kid i really did i still you know like i was sitting in my living room last night and like i heard him and i looked outside and i realized somebody was letting off like some weapons grade you know fireworks but then also it doesn't matter that it's just something that pleases me i have to take in consideration what that means for other people what it means for my community what it means for the environment what it means in general and like i think that is the difference in mindset do you know what I mean? Like, it's it's like just saying, well, screw everything. That's what I want. I feel like that's the right wing mindset. And I feel like not being able to get over that and not being able to move forward is what holds society back. There Maybe there were things that you enjoyed more when you were a kid. Maybe when you, well, maybe you talked yourself into enjoying them more, you know? But I think it's absolutely absurd. Like, I, I, I'm looking at this now and I'm like, yeah, this seems pretty clear cut. Like this is a, an alternative. If people want to have these displays also 4th of July last few years has felt weird, you know, particularly with the country like in decline the way that it is and, and all of the right wing forces, it has felt strange, but like this, I, 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 I don't see the problem with it. And I'll also say this, you know, they're illegal in LA, but like starting in my neighborhood and you see where I live right in the middle of the city of LA, um fourth of july pretty much starts may 1st sure sure every night and, and, I, and there's no fireworks up in the sky to see the blues and the greens whatever it's just like m80s going off you know m160s i mean it's like artillery i don't know if you, I, I just heard one just now in the distance and that's you know it, it's another interesting thing because it, it's illegal they know it's illegal they shouldn't be doing it and all these different things and yet they, it's just like an excuse to like let's just blow shit up i guess i don't know what that is I've never enjoyed that part of, uh, you know, that whatever that release could very well be. But uh, that's what happens here, too. So all, a lot of negative associations I've had for the, over the last several years. Well, OK, I think the Muckrake podcast is officially endorsing drone displays. I, I think that's official, right? Put it down. Yes. Drone displays. And, you know, also, I, I, I endorse the United States of America in whatever version we can finally get it to hopefully one day. I, I would I would love to sit here and endorse the United States of America in a future better version. I, I would I would love that. Um, on that note, I hope everybody has a wonderful Independence Day. Again, like I, it's nice to be able to see family when that's good. It's obviously I'm I'm all for not having to go to work. You know, having a little bit of time off to yourself. I hope you enjoy your time. A reminder: this Thursday, July sixth, eight p.m. Eastern, we're going to have a live episode of the muckrake podcast we're going to have a live taping of the weekender uh we're going to welcome questions we'll answer anything anybody wants to talk about we'll we'll have our chat we'll have all the people there together our community 
in enjoying themselves. That is this Thursday, July 6th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Go over to patreon.com slash podcast if you want to get in on the fun. Why wouldn't you? Uh, in the meantime, Nick, they can find you at Can You Hear Me SMH as long as, you know, I don't know, Twitter still works. You can find me at JY Sexton. In the meantime, be safe. Thank you.